Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So the first thing you need to understand is that appeal is a two-step treatment. That is what sets my alphabet appeal apart from everything else. It's not really appeal unless there's two steps. I'm Kirby. And I'm Sarah. Welcome Welcome to Los Angeles. Angeles. Every week we break down the most important beauty news and launches, interview your favorite beauty experts, influencers, and celebrity guests, and review our favorite beauty products of the moment as your beauty editor BFFs from the beautiful and great city of Los Angeles. Welcome Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Kirby, did you see that Skims's Teddy collection is here? <laughs> I've banned myself from buying Skims. And and how is that how is the Teddy different from the cozy? Riddle me this, Sarah. Is the Tan. cozy fleece? I don't know. I think the fo- the cozy, oh, oh, maybe that's the difference. So Teddy is fleece. Cozy is that other barefoot dreams type material, I guess. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. Well, there's your answer. Anyways, I now, because I ordered some bras um, per your suggestion with my gift card, I am now like on the mailing list. So now I'm getting, it's like this pullover reminds me of the Outdoor Voices one, but like obviously with a Skims touch. I was cracking up that there's a a crop pullover. I know, like what? That's like the... um, what do they call the shrugs? Is that what it's called? Yes. The shrugs that we it's used like to wear. like a shrug of the new age. Oh my yeah. God. I had so Very many shrugs and I thought I was so cute. When I was a freshman in college and I rushed and became a part of a sorority, Lord help us all, on our big like big little reveal, I remember what I wore. I wore a turquoise. This is horrible. A turquoise spaghetti strap top that was also a dress. So you know how we wore dresses over jeans? Yep. Mm -hmm. So I had the flared jeans with that turquoise top thing. Mm -hmm. And a hot pink shrug that was short-sleeved. And it like cupped my boobs. So it like went right under my boobs and connected and really accentuated the tatas. Turquoise pink, such such a good combo back in 2005. Yes. Also, giant earrings, giant plastic white earrings, just layers of jewelry, yeah. layers of necklace. Doesn't doesn't make sense. Doesn't look good, but we did it. I would have also worn like a big chunky belt yes. with that outfit. Oh, on to- over top. Yeah, on top. Mm-hmm. Not even like to not, do anything. Not functional. No, no. unfunctional. <laughs> unfunctional belts. We should have a whole fashion yeah. podcast about the unfunctionality of early millennia wardrobe and then the like super pointy heel like the the tip 
Oh, where it was like you could stab God. a motherfucker with the tip oh, of your heel. I had I wore a brown <laughs> pair of those with that outfit, and you could not even see them. You couldn't even yes, see them. It peaks. It, it peaks. It peaks on the flare. Yeah, I totally. That was like my look for everything. It's like a bird beak, just like peeking out. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly the look. You know who did that look so well was uh, Ashley Tisdale. And Lauren Conrad. And Lauren Conrad, obviously. Elsie, our boo. And did, did, you, did you like straighten your hair? Sarah, I didn't do How anything else to my hair. I had my oh, chi okay. and Texas chi was like the straightening iron. Because like mm-hmm. they were from, they're like born and yeah. bred in Texas. And if you had a chi, you were you it. it. Like that yeah. was because they were like two hundred dollars. They were pretty expensive. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. would just I had it's the lucky hair. We we know mm-hmm. we had the lucky hair. Yep. Flip it out. It was like it looked like a, a skyline. Bit. It looked like a skyline almost. <laughs> like like the way it was cut. <laughs> like around your face. God. Instead of face framing layers, it was like skyline layers where it was just blocks of hair. What a time. What a time. Yeah. I don't understand who made that happen for I know. us, but they did. Or why were we all orange? Oh, God. Speaking of orange, Selena Gomez, I watched her second beauty video with Vogue. She's freaking delightful. I'm going to... She is. I want to, like, manifest becoming actual friends with Selena Gomez. She seems just like a person let's, I would want to be around. Can we make that happen? Let's do it. So... She did her second video. I love that, like, you could see she had, like, little blemishes, like, on the corner of her nose, on her nose. Like, she was just doing her makeup. She was doing a look that she would do with her friends going out at night. And she brought up, she's like, so one time I went to the Met Gala. And everyone's visualizing that look already. Yes, I wanted to be, like, glowy, golden. So we did the tan and whatnot. And... Of course, it gets darker as it develops, and I ended up seeing a picture of myself like on the carpet once I got in and was like, yep, I'm getting the hell out of here, and like bolted. <laughs> She's like, I'm at the most like prestige fashion event of the entire year, and I'm orange. And I remember seeing that look and going, oh my god, like they usually never miss with this. Like she I always- I was like hung. Yeah, I know. Here? Yeah, I was very confused by that situation. So it's- it's interesting to hear her take on it because like she's like obviously laughing it off but she also totally that it goes back to what I have said on this podcast a hundred thousand times when you criticize the way somebody looks either they're aware and you just made them feel even more like shit or they like feel really good and you just took them down like 10 notches you know what I mean I know so the lesson here is fashion place is dead (laughs) and like yeah don't take to Twitter and call someone ugly or like say something's unflattering or whatever like keep keep that to yourself or keep it to your your group chats or like be prepared for someone to like come and assess your eyebrows okay right if you are dishing it like you must be prepared to welcome and take because this is a two-way accept and tolerate yes yeah (laughs) yes exactly all right and uh leading to accepting and tolerating did you know that crinkles come before wrinkles Sarah I did not and truly our guest today really dropped the wisdom on that and now I have been nothing but just staring at my mirror and analyzing she's ordering one of those lights off of Amazon so she can assess if she has a crinkle I literally 
I have a retinol eye cream just handy right here now. Sunday Riley? our conversation. No, it's actually Dr. Zenovia. Oh. Sunday Riley know. just launched a retinol eye cream. I'm enjoying yes. it. Yes. Oh, actually, wait. Have that too. <laughs> Isn't it so, so it's the little sample size? Well, this yeah. is the sample. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I've been using it and I like it. They're both good. Crinkles. Crinkles. Okay, so our guest is the, the Dr. Dennis Gross. Okay, this is probably the first doctor you ever even heard of having a product line. Your first foray into Sephora, you see a doctor, it's Dr. Dennis Gross. Shawnee Darden sings this man's praises, loves the Alpha Beta peel, the Universal peel. Every makeup artist I know loves it because it just makes the canvas so much better for makeup application. I know people that deal with acne that swear by this product have, have used it. What? It's been around for like 25 years or so, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit less. But I mean, they've been using it for at least 10, 15 years. It's been a staple in their routine. It's like the peel that I feel like every brand has tried to recreate and do better. But it really is just the gold standard. And, yep. and unfortunately, like there are other great at-home peels. But totally, uh, this is really like, the best one and the most popular one. I love peels. It's very hard for me to choose a peel that like stands above the rest, but I freaking love Dr. Dennis Gross. I love a lot. I mean, obviously he's known for peels, but he makes a lot of great products. So I would encourage everyone to go check out his entire line, but he just launched a retinol and ferulic peel. And it's an entire system. So there's the peel, there's the eye serum, there's the face serum, and there's one other product. I can't remember what it is. I'm I'm not using it. Is the peel the quote-unquote treatment? Yes. Okay. Yep. And it's a pad, so it looks just like the universal peel. Anyways, we wanted Dr. Dennis Gross to come on because we do get a lot of questions about chemical peels. I think we talk a lot about doing, you know, those peels that you put on and quote unquote peel you put it on and then you put on a moisturizer it's not like an actual treatment it's more like a serum of sorts um and you know I've talked about having have I talked about yes I did because I talked about the Zac Efron story when I got my first chemical peel at the ripe age of like 21 and burned my face that was an alpha beta peel inspired by a book I read which I guarantee you was inspired by his peels in New York um And he just knows so much about the skin. You're going to hear about his background, his passion for science, how he even got involved in skincare. The man was like actually feeding skin and creating skin cells when he was like 18. Yes. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. So you're going to hear a lot about that. He is, we're asking questions and what you, you guys will hear is obviously this man has his own brand. So a lot of what he is talking about is in relation to like, the products that he makes so um, we do obviously kind of poke a little bit deeper like okay what if people don't use your products like tell us how to use a, a peel in our routine you'll get all of that um, and he's just a joy he seems very enthusiastic and just happy to be talking about skin in general so we love this interview I think y'all are going to really enjoy it and get a lot out of it and we have a giveaway with Dr. Dennis Gross We will have details about that on our Instagram on Monday. So listen to this episode, enjoy, and then run over to our Instagram, Los Angeles Pod, and get ready to enter that giveaway. 
We are officially here with the one and only legendary icon, <laughs> Dr. Dennis Gross. Woo Hey, hey, hey. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. It's so exciting. I love this podcast. I listen to it. I know people who are just like my patients talked about it all the time. So yeah, let's do this. Wow. Oh my gosh. Oh, that, yeah. Thank you. That means so much to us. Thank you oh, so much. Oh my gosh. You guys are big time. Thank you, Dr. Gross. Well, you're obviously big time. We teased that you were going to be on the podcast and we were like, it's the man that wrote the book on peels. That's all we're going to say. Okay. Y'all can figure it out. So now that we have you here, are you ready for some chemical peel hot seat? Oh, yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> you could do it in your sleep at this point, right? Answer these questions. Sometimes I do think about peels in my sleep. <laughs> I think about formulas. It doesn't end with my work day. Okay. Well, before we jump into like your career and peels and the products that you make, we start every episode off with a question called, what's on your face? We want to know, what is your current skincare routine? What products are you using? Maybe even mm. some non-Dr. Dennis Gross products. What are you loving? How do you get your skin to look so good? Okay, so I do have my routine, and it does change. I have very sensitive skin personally, and so... My routine is something that I don't waver too much unless I start to get dry. But in the summertime, I use a vitamin C product of mine. I like the IPL serum because I need to be building my collagen and I need to work on my preventing hyperpigmentation. And I really love that product. I use it every day. I use my alpha beta peel. It's something I've been doing long before it's been commercially available. That's something I use on a regular basis. I like my cleanser. I have the Alpha Beta Pore Perfecting Cleanser because I'm outdoors a lot and I definitely get kind of grimy. So I like to get that stuff off. Really love that. And I use an oil-free moisturizer. I like the moisture cushion in my line that has hyaluronic acid in it. I like it because it's uh, very lightweight. People look at my skin all the time. It's a dermatologist. You know, I know they're looking at me. They're literally, I just look, I catch them like, hmm, I wonder what he uses. And yeah, his skin looks good. And Dewy skin's really nice. And I like it myself on me too. So those are my products. I mean, it's your line. So why would you not use? If I had my own line, I yeah. would be using everything from my own line, right? A thousand percent. But I have a question. You must try other products from other lines like you know because you got to know what's up what you know people are interested in are there any other lines that you could mention that maybe you think is doing a good job or like any products from other lines that you enjoy using i gotta tell you you know my wife maybe has some stuff like in the sink next to mine my skin is so sensitive i will tell you honestly that when i try other products i get so screwed up because I can get red really easily. And I, as we're talking, and I know this is a podcast, but you can see right here. I mean, this is just from wearing my mask all day. You know, I get mm -hmm. so red. So when I find a regimen that is going to be working for my skin, I cannot change it. I think that's a great piece of advice, though, Dr. Gross, because so many times we talk about it on the pod, but 
there's so many products out there. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people will find a regimen that they feel really comfortable with and it's working for them, but then they'll hear about a new brand or a new product and feel like they need to try it. And then it just messes up everything, you know? Yeah. But in all fairness, you know what? I just had a conversation with somebody and she referred to herself as a skincare enthusiast. And then I asked her what she used. I'm not kidding. I think she had 10 or 12 products that she uses on a regular basis. And her skin looked good. She had some issues with rosacea, some redness, and she was super combo. Like she had large pores in her forehead and her chin. And then she had this like redness on her cheeks. By the way, I didn't even understand that she was like seriously a combination skin person. I had to show her in the mirror. And the reason is because, you know, we inherit our skin from different ancestors. So We literally have skin types on one part of our face completely different than the adjacent portion of our face. So, but by the way, she looked great and she uses 10 different products from six different companies and I blessed it, you know, because it all boils down to like how you look and is your skin in balance? That's the key, right? But her redness was triggered by lots of different things, but she's nailed it. She figured out things that keeps her skin from getting super red and now she's getting older and she wants to start to worry she's worried about fine lines and wrinkles but the biggest call that i had was that she was neglecting her eye area at 31 uh-huh. years old she needed to start to up the game there and so that was what we spent a lot of time talking about sounds familiar kirby for the two of us <laughs> That's literally like all I talk about. I'm like, oh my God, my under eye area. Like what's going on? I'm in my thirties. This is crazy. Wait, so what did you tell her? What was your advice? Like what do you want her to start doing? I like retinol for her and I liked hyaluronic acid. I think in terms of ingredients first, right? So when I create a product, I'm always designing it so that it has like the primary ingredients, but there are all sorts of secondary players in these products. And then there's the thing called a delivery system, which is not just what's in it, but how it gets delivered and how it gets to target the problems. She had dehydrated skin around her eyes, right? Her skin was dry looking. It wasn't super dry, but when you compared it to the rest of her face, which was really dewy, she wasn't that way around the crow's feet. And you shouldn't have that kind of difference in hydration on your face because your own skin can serve as like the standard that you know you can achieve. So I knew she can get more hydration around her eyes. Hyaluronic acid, great for her. Great for people, by the way, who are just starting out and thinking about their eyes, you know, because it internally hydrates and it definitely plumps the skin and it's lightweight and you can layer makeup over it. So I have an eye product. It's called Do It Right. It was something I wanted her to use in the morning. But she also started to have, when you look at her, the key thing with her was you have to look at her a certain angle and I have these certain lights that are like designed to like really bring out little tiny crepey textures. So I looked at her with this device and I started to see crepiness before you get a fine line or a wrinkle, or certainly before you even see like little crow's feet, there's a little bit of a texture change that you start to see that precedes fine lines and she's starting to get it, right? Sarah's like touching her face. She's like touching (laughs) I'm like, where's the crepiness? It's there. I know. I'm like, I'm going to go in. It's visible. It's visible. (laughs) And it's just like almost a tiny bit of looseness. And that is what I call the crinkle before the wrinkle. And so the retinol ferulic eye serum that I have is great for that because it starts to produce collagen. And there, the key thing is you need collagen production high up in that skin layer. What's Mm -hmm. really happening with crepiness is that you're getting a bit of a looseness between the, the top layer and the lower layer of skin. 
and they're starting to move independent of each other. And why is that? Because collagen acts like a glue that holds the two together. So she's 31 and I just told her nicely that she has to like be aware of the fact that wrinkles may be coming, you know, next couple of years. And that's what I really called out for her. So she was really a skincare enthusiast, but she really had, had no idea about her eyes were like begging for some treatment. Well, I have to tell you the retinol and ferulic, the new line that you launched, yeah. chef's kiss. Ridiculously So great. good. It's so good. I know. So I love it. I use all of the products yeah, in the line, I'm like happy. every single one. I know. It's great. Are you, are you proud? You should be proud of yourself. I'm really impressed. It's such a good product and line. The emotion, I'm proud, but I'm actually relieved that, you know, because when you create a product, right? So we do through these rigorous clinical testing and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, these singers and songwriters, they have a song they think is going to be great. And you don't really know it's going to be great until then people start listening to it and love it, right? So my clinical testing was there. My instrumentation showed I built the collagen and I got the hydration and it was great for the skin, all the skin types, blah, blah. But now we're hearing like, thousands and thousands of people just like cheering it on. And now I'm just saying, okay, yeah, I can breathe. Well, all your songs are hits, Dr. Gross. Yeah, they're billboard chart toppers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you've already given us so much incredible information, but we want to take it back. We want to know who is Dr. Dennis Gross? Okay. How did you become the doctor when it comes to peels. We want to know how you built your loyal following, not only in your office, but with your skincare brand. Like, who were you as a young boy? You know what? When my friends were reading comic books, I was reading like Scientific American magazines. And like, my friends were into action heroes. And I would be looking at diagrams of antibodies and thinking, man, this is a powerful molecule. And they were like superheroes <laughs> to me. You know, it was like Superman can fly and break through brick walls, but antibodies can get down and just kill a virus and kill a bacteria cell. And all these things were like amazing to me. So I just started to love science because diagrams and illustrations, those cartoons and stuff, they just like blew my mind. And I just became crazy about science. And it's just who I am. I just really loved it. And I related to it. So what happened to me was literally this magazine called Scientific American, which is an incredible magazine still, I highly recommend checking it out. There was a cover article, and it was the dawn of the age of immunology, right? Today, we know about immunology. But there was a time when I was like starting out, when I was that young kid, where it was just being discovered. And there's an article on it and there's a cover story. And I said, oh my God, I got to get involved in this. This is like, so I looked and the guy who wrote it, I just looked at him. I looked at his name. His name was Lloyd Old. And I said, you know, I'm just going to call him. Right. And when you're young, you don't even think about it. There's no, there's no obstacle. I'm just going to call the dude. Right. So I called him and he had the secretary who was very nice she said, well, he's very busy now. And I said, okay, well, can you call me back? You know? And she said, well, who are you? And I said, I'm, you know, I'm this high school kid. There was this high school in New York City called Bronx High School of Science, which is like this specialized school in, in science. And so anyway, literally, I called this guy teen times. I'm not kidding. Until, and every time she said, I'm going to hand him another message. I'll try. I bothered him so much. Literally, after the 18th time, he picked up the phone 
And he said something I'll never forget. He said, any student who calls me 18 times, I feel like I owe it to my profession to take the call. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy turned out to be the president of a major science institution, a cancer research center called Memorial Sloan Kettering in New York City. It is big time. So I had no idea I was calling the head of Sloan Kettering and who wrote this article, which is where there were the breakthroughs in immunology were happening. So he invites me up to his office and there he is. It's got this penthouse office and I got into the building and I didn't even know what Sloan Kettering was. And as I'm writing up, I said, oh my God, it hit me that this guy was really big time and he couldn't have been nicer. He was really very nurturing of my interest in science. And he gave me a job, turned out to be the skin cancer lab of Memorial Sloan Kettering. And so I became like the, the person, and I'm young at this point, I'm like 18 years old, growing skin cells for the institution. And like I fed the skin cells, I knew what they liked, I knew when they were happy, that was my word. I looked under the microscope and said, oh, they're, they're, they're reproducing and they're stretching out their tentacles and all this stuff. And I knew what temperature they liked, what humidity they liked how much sugar to put in, how much of these different ingredients to make them really grow. So I got really good and knowledgeable at growing skin cells. And that was when wow. I realized I got a feel for it, you know, about what it is that the chemistry and the biology of skin is all about. And that was how I went into dermatology because I started to become interested in skin cancer. That was my thing. At the same time, I started to develop skincare products because I looked at label. I literally went to the store with my wife one day and she said, is this product any good? And I looked at the label. That's all I do. I look at labels, right? So I wouldn't even know, by the way, when you ask me about these companies, I wouldn't even know the name of it. I know the labels, but I don't really know which, what the <laughs> hell they are. Spoken like a true doctor, a true yeah. scientist. <laughs> so I checked out the label and she, I said, she said, is this, and I said, this product, ridiculously, there's nothing in this product. So I said, I could do a better job. So the first thing I did was I developed the alpha beta peel because at the time peels were like, you know, everyone was watching sex in the city and, you know, Samantha had pizza face because she got a peel. She got all red. She got all raw, blah, blah, blah. And so I said, this is crazy. You don't, you don't want to do that to the skin. Long story short, we can get back. I know you want to talk about peels, but I started to create this product and I had a practice and it was like uh, an office with like four different floors. It was a townhouse downstairs in the lower layer lower level i used to like create these products mix up the pads and i was like in my in my office for my patients to take home and then people started showing up and celebrities got a hold of this too which i could not believe people started coming to my office asking to buy this product that i did not even like i was creating for my own patients and then one day i had this brilliant idea. I said to my wife, I think we might have a business here. You know, I just had, I just had no idea that this could be. And that was the beginning of it all. Started out by being a yeah. science geek, you know, really, I just totally love science. I love your passion. You can just tell how passionate you are about what you do. Like we interview so many people and just hearing how excited making skin cells happy yeah. are, you oh. know, like doing that. That's just incredible. I love that story. Thank you for sharing it with us. Totally. So as we mentioned, and as you mentioned, you are like the pioneer of peels. We have you on here for many reasons, but that being one of them, the products that you make, they offer amazing options with little downtime. Like we can use this peel at home and not be afraid of it. 
But there are some of our listeners who have never experienced appeal before. They are unfamiliar. Can you walk us through, like, what does appeal entail? Like, what is appeal? Right. Okay. So the first thing you need to understand is that appeal is a two-step treatment. That is what sets my alphabet appeal apart from everything else. It's not really appeal unless there's two steps. So I'm right now in my office, and, and when people come into my office, but by the way, not just my office, any dermatologist for decades, anybody, estheticians, whenever you went into a professional setting, they don't just put one solution on your face and pat you on the back and say your peel's done and goodbye. It's always one step's applied, you wait a few minutes, it does something to the skin, it starts to transform it. And then you put on a second step, which turns off the first step that's called a neutralizer. Biggest mistake that the entire industry had that they were doing wrong back in the day, which to this day, people claiming that this is a peel, it's, a, it's in a bottle or it's on a pad, it's one step. Peels have to be, by definition, steps that have the acids. You got to wait two minutes and then you get to put the second step on, which is your neutralizer, which is your base, which turns off the acids. That's the how the magic happens. It happens because that's what keeps it safe. Because if you just put on acid on your face, I'll be the first to tell you it's going to mess you up. That's not good. That's a strong exfoliator. That's an, that's an acid step. That's not how it works. So people who are listening and don't have any inclination of what peels are all about, it has to be two steps. And that was what I pioneered that. And to this day... People can use peels that never thought they could. And the other thing about the two steps, not only is it safe, that's what makes it effective. Because what happens to the skin, talk about skin cells, right? The first step, that acid step, and it's not just acids, it's multiple acids, and it's not just strong acids. It can be a bunch of acids at lower concentration that together add up, which is why it's called the alpha-beta. It's alpha-hydroxy and beta-hydroxy acids. It's a blend, it's a family of acids, gets onto the skin surface and it starts to remove that top layer of dead skin, which we all have. Below that happens to be your youngest skin cells. So when you put on that first step and you remove that top layer, you're revealing this gorgeous, radiant skin, which you start to see immediately. And everyone wants great long-term results, but let me tell you, immediate results make people happy too. And so <laughs> yeah. it starts off the ball rolling by just getting that radiance to the skin. And then by doing step one and step two, what you're also doing is you're going to then do a whole bunch of things that everybody wants for their skin, which is why peels are so fantastic. And that's why the alpha beta peel has been a hit because it starts to clear your pores. It helps your complexion, helps break down uneven skin tones. It starts to help produce collagen. And it doesn't matter if you're 24 or 44, the name of the game for anti-aging to treat and prevent fine lines and wrinkles and sagginess and crepiness is collagen. So that two steps together have this effect deeper down the skin that starts to trigger collagen production. And I got to tell you, one of the biggest myths out there that I must tell my patients every single day, three, four, five times you cannot drink collagen and expect it to get into your skin to work. By the way, you can't even put collagen on your skin. The only way to get more collagen in your skin is to use ingredients, use peels, 
that are going to trigger your skin cells that make collagen to make more of your own collagen. That's what the alpha beta peel does. So it touches on so many different things from radiance to fine lines and complexion and, and dark discolorations. It's incredible, which is why it is like the number one thing anyone who wants nice skin should be doing. And that was the breakthrough. Now people of all skin types could do it every single day and just keep up, maintain, see results right away, and then gets better and better. And there are people who I have, my clients, they've been doing peel every day for 20 years. I kid you not. They don't look like they've aged. And I mean, that's an outrageous statement. But I mean, in my head, as I'm talking about it, I may do master classes. And we have guests on the master classes of patients and people I don't even know who's will tell you, and they'll show you before and afters, and they'll show you, and they'll talk about how they've been using it daily for years, mind-boggling how much younger you can look. I have a question, because you mentioned with peels, it clears your pores. So can people expect to like have a breakout after they get a chemical peel? Like, What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so the first step in all blemish concerns, all breakouts, is a clogged pore. Okay, it doesn't matter what your condition is. It doesn't matter if you have acne or you have a milder case of just occasional blemishes. It all starts because your pores get clogged right? That happens with hormonal acne, teenage acne, doesn't really matter. All acnes, all breakouts. What happens is, is that the peels get into the pores and starts to just decongest them and then starts to normalize the oil chemistry in your skin so you don't break out. So it has a preventative effect. And the best treatment for acne, I'll tell you, is to prevent it from happening in the first place. The question about could it cause a breakout Sometimes the congestion is so deep in the skin. When you see a pore, by the way, that's just the opening of this long tunnel that's bringing oil from way down in your skin to the surface. And you could have congestion all the way down through that tunnel. You have to start to get that crap out of your pores, right? <laughs> it's got to get out of, your, out of those tunnels. So sometimes you go through what's called a purging effect, right? Where you can get a little bit of grainy texture to the skin continue to treat. It's just a matter of a couple days until you get to the bottom of it and the port has just been, all the gook has come out and now you're off and running. So if you're just, if you're really broken out and really congested, it's possible. It doesn't happen all the time, but we teach that. Okay, perfect. I think sometimes people get freaked out when they hear like, that's going to clear your pore. You're like, okay, but where's that going? Like, what? You know where it's going? It's going onto the pad and then into the garbage. That's okay. where okay. it's going. Great. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. <laughs> you kind of touched on this already, but let's like, just make it clear. I would love to know what your thoughts are and your advice. So there is this belief, as you probably know, that people with more melanated skin should avoid chemical peels or peels, period. I've personally been told by not dermatologists, but you know, some people in the industry or estheticians that I should avoid chemical peels as an Asian woman because I'm prone to more hyperpigmentation. Tell me what you think, Dr. Gross. I'll tell you, they can help you. And the concern that you're hearing voiced is, is if they irritate you, then they can lead to something called post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation that's like melasma and aggravate your, your skin, which naturally makes a little more pigment so that if your skin is irritated by a chemical peel, then absolutely any irritation that turns your skin red, 
that red turns to brown, okay? So what you need to do is you cannot get irritated. It goes right back to the point of having two steps because if you have two steps, you're not going to get irritated. Remember, the second step says to the first step, after two minutes, thank you very much, Mr. and Mrs. Acids. You've done your job. You're dismissed. It shuts them off and you're done. It gives you a very limited exposure contact with those acids. That's how it's safe. Now, that's why you're being told to be careful because there are a lot of acids out there that are not neutralized, that are just being left on and you're going to get irritated. And that's a mess. Here's the good news though. Without the irritation, peels like the alpha beta peel actually helps your hyperpigmentation dramatically. And that's one of the reasons they're done here in my office professionally all the time for that condition. Because peels done right with two steps are going to help disintegrate the melanin. And it's a great way to resolve the problem, okay? So it's, it goes to show you that done wrong, it can do harm, but done right, it can do a world of good. And that's all it says. That's all it, That's all there is to that. And that's on the same note, too, for like seeing a professional provider doing your peel in office. Like you want to make sure you go to someone that knows what they're doing because obviously they're using stronger acids in office, right? So you want to make sure that when you're going to see a pro, many questions. How long have you been doing this? How long have you been using this particular peel? Learn what you're putting on your face. <laughs> Is the acids going to be neutralized mm. or am okay, I going to okay. walk out of your office with the acids still on my face? Remember, mm. the magic happens when you put something on, the acids on, wait two minutes and then shut them off. And then, by the way, that second step, remember something very interesting. When that second step is applied and that first step has removed that top layer and you have your freshest, youngest baby skin cells sitting on the surface, all young tissue, they are avid for being fed. They absorb dramatically all the ingredients. So now the second step of the alpha beta peel is hardly just a neutralizer. It has 15 plus of the world's greatest anti-aging, antioxidant, soothing ingredients. Now it's an opportunity to really feed those cells. Talk about back to my days when I was 18. You can feed those cells and really get them to work for you because that's what you need to understand. When I say this, keep the skin in balance, what I'm always really saying by that is, yeah, don't you want your skin too dry? You don't want your skin too oily? You don't want your skin to ever get red? You don't want it ever get flaky? None of that skin, none of that stuff. Why? Because the skin, when it's in balance, when it lacks all those things, it's going to cooperate with you. It's going to respond to the various ingredients and it's going to deliver results that are your intention, okay? Versus, think about, you know, your skin's thrown off balance, right? Your skin is red from the peel. Well, how's it ever going to respond to vitamin C? How's it ever going to do make more collagen? It's a train wreck, right? So you want to always keep your skin in balance, which is what it's all about. As a dermatologist, it's one of my mantras. And it's, as a skincare formulator, it is the number one thing I always make sure. And I know I'm formulating for people with different skin types and different skin tones, and these products are good for all of the above, okay? So ask that person doing a peel, well, what exactly are the steps? That's it. Now you understand this is relevant science. You see, this is, this is a classic example of easy that is to understand, and now how you can take it and go with it. Um, is there anyone, in your opinion 
who should avoid peels or like you would recommend not using them? I think people who are super sensitive, who have skin conditions, right? Now, that's not the person who I'm going to recommend a peel to, you know? There are people who have different skin conditions. Those are the individuals who really need to see a, a dermatologist and get the condition fixed. So that's my answer. You know, if your skin has eczema, if your skin is irritated, if your skin is off balance, you cannot use a peel if, until you've got to get your skin back in balance. You got to fix the underlying problems. Let me tell you something. The reason I objected so much to the peels that were being done and that are still being done that are irritating to the skin is because you will hear certain people say that it's actually good for you, that it's actually, it's what you need to go through. And this is true of lasers too, by the way. You know, I am not a fan of lasers that are destructive in any way because to me, it makes no sense to injure skin to think it's going to come back looking and acting better. It's like, would you ever hurt your lungs because they're going to heal and you're going to take deeper breaths? Or you're going to injure organ in your body because that's going to help it work better? It's kind of crazy thinking. The skin yeah. is no different than any other organ in your body. It is an organ. And it has to be treated that way. It has to be treated so that it's in balance, it's respected, it's gentle in, its, in, in the approach. And then the magic can happen. Love that. Okay. This is going to be our rapid fire section, Dr. Gross. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not crazy. It's all stuff you already know. But really, we're just looking for your explanation as concisely as possible. Okay. So, Sarah, first question. Okay. Can you please list and name the types of professional in-office peels? Ah, okay. Sure. There are phenol peels, TCA peels, Jessner peels. Then there are the heavy-duty acid peels, okay? okay? Before you go on, I'm going to make you explain. Like the Jessner peel, the phenol peels, what are those? Like, what are those for? So I went from most aggressive to least aggressive in that list, okay? okay. okay. So okay. phenol peels are the ones that really do, like, take off your skin surface, you know? They're super aggressive, and it looks like you walk through a fire, okay? And you have to stay inside for like five to ten days, okay? And you have the skin regenerate. And I don't love those. I never did because too many things can go wrong, right? I'm a believer in the non-invasive procedure. That's number one, okay? A drop down from the phenol peel is the TCA peel, and that's actually much more common than the phenol peel, okay? So the TCA peel is something that does, has a range. It can be super concentrated and it can make you very red. And it, makes, it can be as strong as a phenol peel. Generally speaking, it does have redness, oozing. It does require being indoors. There are risks of infection and there's risks of scarring. Why would you ever do that? But what is that for? Like, why would you get that done though then, Dr. Gross? Here's the reason. Because it stimulates collagen. When you injure skin, it does cause more collagen to be created, right? But you need to understand relevant science again, right? You don't have to injure skin to create, to create collagen. You can do it in a, in a gentle way too. It just takes every day, okay? Versus that one big crazy treatment that causes all this, this trauma to the skin and then some collagen does come back. It's true. 
and people can look really good. But results do vary, which means that there are people who get scarred and there are people who get hyperpigmentation, people who are permanently red. And those individuals wish they never did it. I don't believe in taking a chance. Why would you ever take a chance? If you could be if you could be an unfortunate statistic, don't go there, you know, especially when you have options now. So now you have other options, Jester peels. Jester peels is an acid peel. It really is. It has another ingredient in it that's called resorcinol. Consider that an acid too. It can be done with more frequency and much less downtime or almost no downtime, okay? And then you can start to do more of the classic higher strength professional alpha and beta hydroxy acid peels. You can do pure beta hydroxy peels, okay? And as you move down the ladder, you can stimulate collagen and you don't have the downtime and you might want to do a series of those, okay? You might want to do like two or three of those, like two or three times in two or three months and get very, very good results without any risks of scarring or redness or hyperpigmentation. So, okay, this reminds me of like when you go to the hair salon as a brunette or if you have black hair, like if Sarah was going to get bleached blonde, platinum blonde hair, some people can do it in eight hours and it's like a whole ordeal. But most of the time they'll like start slow. You'll be orange for however long, like four or five weeks, you go back and they take it a couple steps lighter. That's kind of what like getting, you know, these alpha beta peels reminds me of and doing a series of them instead of just going like full phenol, like you're walking out of the gates of hell. Because you are risking like all that breakage in your hair. Yeah. Instead of going full throttle, you do the series of peels and it's better for your skin overall. Exactly. And then, then you have the home version, right? Which is yes. something much less strong, but done daily. Right, alpha beta peel is a daily treatment, and it doesn't have any no downtime, but it adds up. So it's almost like exercise, you know. And I just think that people are better off doing like use that analogy, like doing something some exercise on a on an everyday regular basis, rather than doing one crazy radical workout once a week, you know. Yeah. But I hear you about yeah. the, the, the hair thing exactly. Tissue is that's human tissue. You know what you're you're saying is truly human body. It all it's all parallel. What's your favorite peel? My favorite peel. Oh, we have retinol peels too, by the way. Used in a peel that you do twice a week. I'm loving that peel. And by the way, there is a real science to mixing in peels and doing a combination of them at the end of the week. You do alpha beta and you do some retinol. Beautiful. It's called synergy. This is also another idea that's relevant for people to understand. You want to use ingredients. You want to, you want to sort of get a regimen where you're integrating all the scientifically proven ingredients in your regimen because they all do different things. And you want to get that entire spectrum of skincare results by using all these different ingredients. So the retinol peel, the answer, I'm lo- I am like so happy with the way that turned out. It's been phenomenal. I've been using it regularly. Okay, so... Let's talk about like an at-home peel routine regimen like you were talking about. Let's say for someone who hasn't been using your peel every single day for the last 20 years, how should they introduce it into their routine and how often should they be using it? And then maybe if they wanted to incorporate the retinol peel, like 
Talk us through your recommendations. Okay. So I think that, first of all, the alpha-beta pill comes in three different strengths, right? It comes in the gentle version. It comes in the universal, which is the intermediate, and then the extra strength. Well, so depending on your skin type, you choose the one that is right for you, okay? I think that that should be the kind of thing you do on a daily basis. I love the idea of mixing in retinol peels because retinol does something completely different and you just use that like twice a week, like Sundays and Wednesdays. And then we have a different peel because, you know, we're a peel brand and we have a whole bunch of other products, but peels are, are the gateway. We have something called the resurfacing liquid peel, which is like a two-step peel that is our strongest peel that's really like almost like a professional treatment that you can do at home, you know? Ooh, I want to do that one. That one is fantastic. And it comes with its own cotton balls. It's calibrated and we show you exactly how to use it. You're your own esthetician at home and the results from that are beautiful. And you create like a regimen of doing these peels. You have incredible looking skin. And honestly, you know, we have a lot of things that we can talk about, but at the end of the day, when you start to use peels and then you start to add in retinol, vitamin C, hyaluronic acid, niacinamide, those tried and true ingredients that are delivered with some really great technology, people can see a, a huge difference. So that's how, that's really how I bring to your home what I do here in my office. Dr. Gross, obviously you're talking about like your at-home AB peel, and that's one that can be used daily. But let's say somebody picks up a peel, maybe it's not your name brand. What is your recommendation for them? Like how often should they be trying to ease that into their routine? The first thing you do is you follow the instructions on the bottle. It's that simple, <laughs> right? And by the way, that's not always the way people work, right? They, they like to improvise or you know, they try it their own way. Follow the instructions to the letter. That's number one, okay? okay. But I'm going to tell you something. I think that if you're having an adverse effect, if, if you're failing to get results, after the first couple times, it's probably not going to change and you got to be realistic. And if you really want results, you got to move on. And furthermore, if something is a little bit irritating, you know, a little bit of redness, you can't, you, it's more likely that it's not going to go away. It's more likely that it's going to start to get worse and worse. So what pink is the new red. Okay. If your skin starts to get a little pink, that's the first sign of irritation. And that yeah. means you have to really like, right. You really have to like, listen to your skin. Again, this is the science. And it's the same thing with sunburns. Before you get really red, you get pink. Even pink, from, is, it means you need, you need more sunscreen. Think of pink as a lighter shade of red, and don't wait to get red. Let pink be your, your warning signal. It's the pink flag. It's not the red flag. It's the pink flag. Got you it. You get pink before you get red, and you crinkle before you wrinkle. Yeah, you crinkle before you wrinkle. Right, just know your skin type, right? If, you have, if you're someone who yeah. is like easily irritated, and your skin's dry, has a little bit of redness, and... Just use the ultra gentle peel. And if you're pregnant or nursing, ultra gentle all the way. You know, if you have acne and your skin's oily and it can take anything, extra strength is actually, you know what's amazing? Our extra strength peel is our number one selling uh, peel. So it goes to show you that even when we do extra strength, it's still gentle enough for people to love. But if you're not sure, start with the universal. Start with that, the orange sticker on, it, on the product. That one is great for all skin types. You can't go wrong. 
Dr. Gross, you're the best. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. Where can everybody find your fantastic products? Well, we are at Sephora. We have a a great relationship with them and we're on their website. We have our own website, drdennisgrossskincare.com. And we're at Nordstrom and we're we're all over the country in different venues and stuff. And by the way, a lot of the professional stuff, I designed a professional skincare line for estheticians in spas and they do the professional peels. You can just go to, go to our website and you can see where it's available and, and what, what you want and sign up for it. Well, we are thrilled. We're thrilled that you took some time out of your very busy schedule to talk to us all about peels. When we come to New York, we're going to come find you. You're not going to be able to get away from us. (laughs) We're just going to hang out and talk about skin and skin cells and making them happy. Peel us, Dr. Gross. (laughs) Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode with Dr. Dennis Gross. You know where to find us. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Los Angeles Pod. We're on our Facebook group. Check out the Glamgelinos. Come ask a question. Come give a review. We would love to see you there. All of our episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, and you can find every single product that we recommend on this podcast on our website at glossangelespod.com. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.